All right, I've been waiting over a year to say this again, but hello and welcome to the Contour Podcast. We've been gone for a while, but we're back. So a few notes before we get started. While we were away, we went through a little bit of rebranding. You can now find all of our stuff at our new URL, conc.art. That's conc.art. Different address, but the same great content you've come to expect. Also, some of our social media handles have changed. You can now find us at Concert Live, all one word, on the Twitter and Instagram. Some things may have changed, but our mission is still the same. We're still committed to bringing you the same great photos and coverage from around the music world that you've come to expect from us. We thank you for sticking around, and we hope you'll continue to be here as we move forward. Now, let's move on. Recently, I got to sit down with Company of Thieves, really fantastic band and even better people. They were a lot of fun to talk to, and... There was no better band to kick off this new season of the podcast than this. Their new EP, Better Together, is out February 23rd, or you can pick up a physical copy at any stops on their current tour, as I did when they swung through town last week. Side note, it's pretty good. You should go check it out when you can. All right. I'll stop rambling and just get into this now. This is Company of Thieves. Enjoy. Um, so, how's the drive over here? Not bad. Yeah. We're close. We got up early this morning and made it happen. <laughs> and how's the tour been so far? Amazing. Yeah, every night it's been uh, just a huge gift to be able to, you know, be on tour with Walking Moon and um, just be exposed to so many new people who love music and are open-minded and they show up early to check out us, the opening band. And, you know, we're working on new songs. So it's fun to play these new songs for people that, you know, a lot of them have never even heard us before. So it feels very fresh. <laughs> yeah, and the last time you were here, I think it was just a few miles from here, actually. The high five. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where are we? What? Did we here in Yeah, the high five. Oh, yeah, okay, that's right. Yeah, I like that room. Yeah. It's like newer, right? <laughs> it's been around for a few years. They just remodeled. Okay. So they... I think they doubled this. I haven't been there since they remodeled, but it's cool. No, it's one of my favorite places in the city. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's such a cool Very place. Um, so I ask this knowing that the term "normal" is subjective, but what does a normal day on tour look up look like for you guys? Right. Not much. Waking up, leaving a hotel room, driving to the show. Dealing with emails and um, scheduling. Opportunities that help keep our message going, like interviews or um, podcasts. Um, today we pulled well, off the, the highway family is here. into a McDonald's parking lot to just run in and get a few snacks, and we opened our van door, and there was a giant samurai sword on the ground in a piece next to our van, right where we opened it. So it's like, it changes every day. And there's hilarious surprises along the way. And we definitely took it. Yeah, we took it. And we took a few photos with it. And it felt like it was some sort of video game symbol come to life that we had unlocked, like a new weapon or something. Um, no one will try robbing us ever again. <laughs> and then we, uh, you know, usually load into the venue and set up our equipment, uh, get dressed, have sound check, maybe some more interviews or phone calls, like to talk with people who are trying to help us, keep going, and then play a show. 
Usually, I just made these up. Yeah. Uh, usually. Okay, I have to backtrack here. That sword just appeared. It just, it just <laughs> appeared. <laughs> I mean, in a case, in it was wild. Oh God. We so, literally just opened the door and looked down, and I said, "Is that a weapon?" And then we unsheathed it, and it was this amazing medieval sword. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, was it here before? <laughs> no, there was a convention I worked at last summer, and one of the guests that was there wasn't accepting gifts, but one, the last person in his line came up, just handed him this box, saying, "Here you got, here you go," and then just left. And so he's sitting at, so I'm with him, we're staring at this thing for like a good 10 minutes, like, did he just drop off a sword? I think it's a sword. And it's like, I don't know if I can open it, because he has to go back on a plane, he can't take it with him. It's, it's very intense. Holy shit. Yeah. That's in our possession as of right And it just appeared out of nowhere. Yeah. So it's a power, you just unlocked a power up. Basically. Exactly. I was like, Zelda! <laughs> and then all the music played. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I grew long, blonde braids. <laughs> uh, so we touched up on this a little bit when I walked into this room. Um, how do you stay healthy or at least try to stay healthy while you're on the road? We drink a lot of water first and foremost and try to make sure we get sleep as much as we can, even if we have to try to take a nap in the middle of the day. Because we realized very recently that like sleep is the most important thing. Um, we like to stretch, do some like, yoga if we can. Sometimes we eat whatever's around, but mostly we try to eat, you know, healthy, organic foods. So, so are there times you gotta schedule stops along routes while you're driving? Or yeah, we'll have to try to find like you know, a health market or a Whole Foods or something and just stock up on, like, produce or protein that you can't really find in other places that are better quality. Yeah. Right. And if there's time on a day off, it's like, it's good to run or, like, do some kind of physical activity because you're in a van so much just sitting. Yeah. It makes you tired. Just, yeah. But in our schedule, there's not that much time to even do that, so it gets, it gets a little tough, but we do our best. Yeah. No, and especially if you're on tight deadlines. Like, you, you just came from Chicago last yeah. night, wasn't it? That's a hometown show, so it's like late night of hanging out with all your close yeah, friends. Yeah, all family and friends, like everyone that we've known, you know, forever. Try to squeeze it all in in like one day, you know, seeing all your friends. Right. So we're, that's why we're so tired. <laughs> oh, no worries. <laughs> I mean, I stopped and bought a coffee and, you know, I'm from 30 minutes west of here, but... Yeah. Yeah. Um... So this is a question I stole from somebody, kind okay. of. Most people ask what's the weirdest thing you've seen on tour, but I don't like asking that, so I'm gonna make you think a little bit. Second weirdest thing, and no, the sword doesn't count. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's see. I guess to find weird. <laughs> uh, let's say out of the ordinary. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> The first thing is the sword today. I mean, oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> that's definitely out of the ordinary. Um, I know there's weird things. Oh, the number twenty-three has been popping up. Yeah. In our ether, like every single day in the past few weeks. Yeah. So it's like a significant number for us right now. It's like. 
how long has that been going on for? For basically since we started this tour, started like the night before we started tour, we had to pack up all of our equipment and ship it to the East Coast because we live in LA. And uh, the first show of the tour was in Washington, D.C. So when we were numbering our equipment, we realized that there was 23 instruments total for us to pull off this tour. So everything was like one out of 23, two out of 23, you know, to make sure it was all together. And that was the first time. And then we started seeing it in certain places, and we found out that our EP was going to come out on February 23rd. And then we like sat down for our first meal as a band on tour where we could like sit down and relax and sort of bond together and our check number was check number 23 and then we were telling this to our friend Anna who does PR for us and she was like shut up and she pulls out her sleeve and she rolls it up and she has one tattoo on her arm and it's the number 23 <laughs> from when she had like first came to the US and stepped off the plane from Australia and but we found that there's like angelic numbers that have meaning behind it and yeah. that number was just significant to us because of what we're going through that day was like a lot of heightened emotions about or stress and just things that we're all going through yeah. and it was just kind of like a reminder that like you're on track and it's like a like a number of protection and um, yeah so it was like a like a rejuvenating experience just to read about this number after seeing it so much, you know, yeah. kind of yeah. helped us. There's that phenomenon called the 23 enigma where everything's just related to the number 23. Yeah. And Michael uh, Jordan's were Oh yeah, we're from Chicago, Chicago. And he's like, you know, a hero from where we grew up. Yeah, we're the number 23. Yeah. Yeah. So that's weird. <laughs> but is it weird? You know, I mean, I don't know. It's different. It's, it's if, well, if you keep seeing it, yeah. if you keep seeing it, like if you see it like once or twice, like yeah, okay. If it keeps happening over and over, you're yeah. like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> it's really cool. Um, and you mentioned your EP is just coming out next month. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, what can you say about it right now? Um, it's called Better Together, and it's gonna have five songs on it, mm -hmm. and three of them are new, and one of them is like a new version of Oscar Wilde which was the song that kind of put us on the map when we were younger. And it feels really fresh and honest and, I don't know, cinematic and, like, representative of where we're at right now. Um, we're just, I don't know, really excited to share it with everyone. It's also available at the shows on this tour, even though it doesn't actually come out until... The yeah, but we have physical copies that people can get at the shows we walk them in. All right, so I will be hitting up your table as soon as I get inside <laughs> yeah! there tonight. Yeah. And is that the first thing you, like the first recordings like you've done since you came back then? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Treasure was the first song we finished. Um, and we've got some other ones floating around that you know, we want to keep working on. But uh, there's two other songs that we started writing before we took... The hiatus so it's like we had like all these years of growth and, and a new perspective on them and kind of like picking up where we left off but also it's like very fresh it's like who we are today and all, and applying who we are today under these old ideas um so that's exciting like we've tested those songs out on some tours back in the day but now they're on the record now I talked to another band a while ago and they were doing their own reunion thing saying there was kind of like a adjustment period when they 
where like all of them got back together in a room. Was there anything like that for you, or is it kind of just like picking it back up where you were? Um, mostly folk, yeah. Like, sometimes it's strange to play something that like a younger version of yourself created, and, and you almost feel like you're covering. The song, I don't know, I wouldn't do that right now. But, then, <laughs> yeah. but I feel like the first show on the reunion tour, it was like immediate, like it felt like nothing ever changed and we were just on another Company of Thieves tour. Like, yeah, we felt really strong. They're still fun to play. Yeah. And like you said, so like in friends I have that are in bands, like look at songs they wrote like five, ten, sometimes longer years ago, it's like, did I really do that? Yeah. Yeah. But then it's cool because you can, you know, start to let yourself um, like get more comfortable and maybe you deviate from the melody a little bit. Maybe you change the lead guitar part to just like fit your tastes now. Or maybe, you know, the drum, you know, feel doesn't go all wacko or something. <laughs> like what you felt then, like is different from what you feel now, but yeah. it's still... Hey, how's it going? Good. Just checking. Okay. There's a sink in here, by the way. Okay. way to find the sink. <laughs> well, all the bathrooms down here don't have sinks in the bathrooms, but there are sinks in the green rooms or the purple, purple. teal rooms. <laughs> yeah, we're very purple right now. Yeah. yeah. It's very Willy Wonka. I kind of like it. <laughs> yeah, this is like full-on peacock fan club room. Yeah. <laughs> Although there's one room. Room, and yes, it's a labyrinth down here. It's like there's one room upstairs that I went to that's almost like this neon green color. Oh, wow. Yeah, wow. That's cool. yeah we should tell people on this interview that there is two teal walls, and then on the opposite sides, there are two purple walls. There are two broken clocks that are peacock feathers. <laughs> there is a painting of a blue peacock. And the rug is completely a peacock feather print. We're actually just on acid right now. It's all a white room. Really. Yeah. It's just our imagination. So we're all just going to go listen to Magical Mystery Tour after yeah. this then. Yeah. Sounds like fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is so cool. No, this is a really old building too, and supposedly one of the rooms is haunted somewhere. But Oh, I'm oh, sure. Oh. Without a doubt. I don't know. I, I read one thing about, it's like, there's some ghost that haunts the actual theater, like that's in here, but I've never seen or heard anything at the ordinary, so maybe it's true. Maybe we'll see something there. Yeah. I'll let yeah. you know. <laughs> it's in the Egyptian room. Follow up ghost report. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, so, so what do you have coming up after this then? Hmm, let's see. Well, we still have a whole month of tour um, all around the Midwest and South. West and West Coast, mm -hmm. and then we're going to be working on new music, recording some new stuff, going on an acoustic tour in late spring, and then recording some more, and yeah. Yeah, we just want to keep making new music, you know, heading towards a record at some point, but just like want to keep flow happening. Yeah, and we just started a crowdfunding um, yesterday reaching out to our community to ask for any help or support they can give and we're offering them like really fun things like booking private shows with us in their in their living rooms or you know ordering like a postcard from us on the road or 
you know, a Polaroid that we take and we send to them and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we're, we're back to being an independent band, which is really exciting for us to, like, yeah. have a fresh start in a way. Um, yeah. But, yeah, we're just, we need some help to keep moving. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that was the last thing I wanted to touch up on. You were in, you're a true independent band, which means you can do all that, but then you still have all these other things that you got to cover. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I think I clicked on your merch store this afternoon and found all the stuff that was on there. Oh, you saw a couple. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. All right, so uh, where can they find? So where can everyone find that? Then it's they can go to our website. It's uh, companythievesmusic.com, and there's a link to our merch store, which is basically companythieves.bigcartel.com. The company of these music.com. That's the one. Mm-hmm. So it's any little bit helps then with you guys then. Oh, definitely. definitely. Yeah. I mean, we have, we're so grateful that we have such a like loyal and supportive community of, you know, people out there. So it's, they definitely have kept us moving like yeah. over the years. Helps so much. Right on. Yeah. Um, well, I officially reached the end of this, so we'll start wrapping this up. Cool. Um, I usually like giving the band the last word, so anything you want to say or anything cool. like that? Just thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this or read this or check out our music. We're so happy to be able to make music and, you know, it's really beautiful to share it with you. Yeah, this town too has been like our backyard when we first started in Chicago. It was one of the first cities like when we started doing weekend warrior trips to like try to travel to like different towns or college towns and play shows and like this is like maybe the first city outside of Chicago that we started like building a following like in church basements and things yeah. like that so it's been like you know the family's been there from since like 2008 just like <laughs> so people cool. still show up when we play in an episode it's like thank you you know yeah 10 years later we're back here so. yeah well, I mean the hi-fi was completely packed when we showed up yeah there. that was so wild that was, so that's so yeah. That, thank you to Indianapolis for you know being a second family. Yeah, cool. Yeah. All right, that's all I got. Thanks. Thank you to Company of Thieves for taking the time to talk. The Better Together EP is available everywhere February twenty third, or you can pick up a physical copy at any stop on their current tour with Walk the Moon. If you liked what you heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes to keep up with everything we're doing. Like us on Facebook and follow us at Concert Live on the Twitter and Instagram. And as always, your home for the best in concert photography, reviews, and more is at conc.art. That's conc.art. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.